The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. All right, it's a new week of Amen Brother Ben doing Summer in the Psalms. We're at episode 210, reading Psalm 20 through 22. Thanks for coming back. It's been good so far. This first week has been intense. King David was an intense guy. Uh, I hope you're journeying with us. It's a, it's a journey into mystery. Not really mystery. Well, some mystery. That's true, too. Uh, we've been journeying through the book of Psalms so far. Just one week. Half of, the, half of book one. If you didn't know, Psalm is divided up into five specific books with kind of an intro and an, and an outro there. And uh, so we're going to hopefully this week finish up, Lord willing, creeks don't rise, as old folks would say. Uh, we're going to finish up book one, which is all King David. And <clears throat> we have an interesting set of psalms to read today. If you're following along with us in the plan, you're reading Psalm 20 through 22. By the way, if you need a plan, if you need like a digital version of this plan, um, you can shoot me an email, Pastor Ben at lovesiler.com. It's really the way I did it because I was kind of procrastinated. I really wanted to do more thinking into dividing this up, but I, I kind of made sure that we basically did a book of Psalms a week. So this first one kind of took two weeks. It was a lot. But then, and then there's going to be one week where we just read Psalm 119, stuff like that. So if you just read a couple of Psalms, you'll kind of keep up with us uh, every day. Read like a split. If you have like a Bible that lays open, just read kind of everything in that, that split page, you know, left side and right side. Anyway, it's, it's whatever God leads you. Uh, but if you need some help with that, let me know. This is what I, this is what I'm here to do is, is help you and to get more out of these Psalms. And we have an interesting set to look at today with Psalm 20, 21, and 22. We see a range of topics and emotions from King David. Um, and so to, I, I wanna dig down into a particular truth in one of these, but let's give you the bird's eye overview first. So Psalm 20 is, is a great Psalm to pray for other people, including yourself. It is one of those uh, imprecatory, again, I've been using that big word that just means an asking prayer or an asking psalm, right? Uh, and by the way, these are all, all three of these are to be, it's a, it kind of has a heading for the choir director. It might be kind of weird to sing this in modern day. I've been talking to Jake, our worship leader, about how can we turn some of these psalms into music? You know, like, but the, the you know, the, the main issue is that they don't rhyme phonetically. And so you're just singing stuff that normally would be talked about or said in a talky voice, but these are all to be sung. There's their artistic renderings. Uh, and so Psalm 20 is an ask, right? Lord, come, come help me out. And I know, and, and basically may God come through for you. You're asking God to come through for, and this was kind of a psalm that the people of God could pray for each other, 
right? And and it wasn't just, oh, Lord, woe is me, help me, but it's like, may the Lord answer your prayers. May God remember all the things that you, may he hear your voice, may he send help uh, to you. It's kind of a, hey, I'm thinking about somebody besides myself. Uh, and then in Psalm 21, it's like one of those, I call this one a Joel Osteen psalm, because it's just positive, encouraging Caleb. God's doing it, right? It start, starts out how the king rejoices in your strength, right? And then it ends by saying, rise up, O Lord, in all your power with music and singing, we celebrate your mighty acts. So God's doing his thing. And that's important for us uh, to celebrate those moments that God does come through for us. Um, there, well, I say that like God doesn't come through for us, but you know what I mean? When, when we have a mountaintop moment, when we have a victory, um, was to, there's many things in life that should not happen that God directly causes to happen that we have to, we should celebrate because God is moving, but, but then it gets a little bipolar here, uh, in these Psalms, because in, in Psalm 22, so it's like, right, Psalm 21 ends, rise up, yay, we're singing and celebrating. And then Psalm 22, it says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? <laughs> Things have taken a turn. Oh, and and this is actually the longer. You've got two quick kind of positive Psalms, and then you have Psalm 22, which is a long negative Psalm. Uh, but in the middle of this Psalm, his anguish turns to worship, turns to joy. And the key to that, there's a, there's a transitional phrase in Psalm 22 that you see a couple times. Um, for instance, in, where is it? I'm looking at my an actual old school reading Bible, like someone from 1999. Uh, let's see. It says, do not stay far away from me for trouble is near. Verse 11, no one else can help me. And then he repeats that sort of, it kind of riffs off of it uh, in verse 19. It says, oh Lord, do not stay far away from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. To my aid. I think that's the only time. I'm just scanning the psalm here. Um, but there's that, those, those, that repeated phrase is key here because at those moments where he says that, it sort of transitions from uh, complaining to kind of, it kind of shifts, <clears throat> right? At the, especially at the end there, uh, that, that second time he says it, he then begins to worship. He, did, he goes from, oh, this is really bad, to, oh, Lord, help me. And then he starts and he, to worship. And then he ends Psalm 22 uh, saying, for royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him, all who are mortal, all who live, all who live will end in the in the dust. For our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. And that sets up Psalm 23 which is, is a psalm you've probably heard quotes from before that we'll talk about tomorrow. But the the key here is that when David is going through it, he understands how important the presence of God is. Yes, he wants God's uh, actions. 
Yes, he wants God's provision, but he really understands that the key to his success is God, stay, stay close to me. God, and you're going to see that a bunch of times throughout the Psalms where David just wants to be in the presence of God. He just wants to be around him. Now, that's a tricky thing for some people, right? Because I'm not saying that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tricky for me sometimes too, because we tend to lean on our understanding of human relationships and we go, well, I can't see God. He's just a story. He's just a story my parents told me. And, and all these things sound good, but he's hard to quantify. God is hard to uh, really understand beyond what I can read and what I can see. Right? I talked Sunday about how God reveals himself to us through creation and through his word. And so those are ways, if you're wondering, to get close to God. Right? Some of you uh, are wondering how, if I'm going through something or not, I, I don't know how to spend time with God. You, you use words like, hey, you know, have you spent time with God lately? What does that even mean? I can't, I can't call him. We can't Zoom. We can't, can't go over to his house and chill like I can somebody else. But spending time with God is going to him in the ways that he has revealed himself to us and the way he shows himself to us, which is you know, through his, through his word, getting in, in God's word helps you understand him better. And he speaks, he may not be in a Morgan Freeman voice. Hello, this is God, but God speaks through his word. Um, if, if you are a believer, he speaks through the Holy spirit saying things that you will, wouldn't get otherwise. By the way, if you're lost and you're searching for God, the, the main thing God has to say to you right now is you're a sinner. You need to get saved. Or our relationship is broken. Maybe the reason why you don't hear much from God is because your, your relationship is in bad state. Like if, if you have a, a person, whether it be an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or a family member or a friend who you're on the outs with, you probably are not communicating much with them because your relationship is broken. And so if you have not healed your relationship to God through Jesus, through faith and, and asking Jesus to forgive your sins and putting your faith in what he did for you, the cross, the empty tomb, all that stuff. If you believe that is the only way to God and you kind of submit to that and, and, and accept the gift of forgiveness through repentance, then you're going to start hearing from God more. Now your relationship is right and y'all can start communicating again. Until then, all he's going to say is get right. All he's going to tell you is you need to get right. What have you done with my son, Jesus? Um, but for those of us that have done that, he speaks through his word in the Holy Spirit. He speaks through creation around us. I was, I was telling my crew on Sunday, slow down long enough to just see God in the little things, right? And, and obviously prayer is a, is a big part of that too. Uh, but when you spend time doing those things, praying, reading your Bible, enjoying the creation that God has created. That's a redundant sentence. You know what I mean? Enjoying the things that God has created as an act of worship, right? You're not worshiping that tree or anything else in creation. You're worshiping God through it. You're seeing that and going, thank you, God. I'm going to experience these things 
that help remind me of who you are. And and you can do it through serving, you know, but but your actions and and how you how you aim your life, what you choose to do with your thoughts and your actions help you to hang out with God, help him to be close to you. And God is close to people when they when they obey, when they do that. And so that's uh that's a great pointer for us is that while we need God's provision and we would like his help, we really just need his presence. So get in the presence of God today. Take some time. Put yourself at the feet of the throne. See what happens. <laughs>